Hello everyone and welcome to Way of J. Way of J is a podcast where we discuss stress management techniques, mental health and wellness, and just life in general. On today's podcast, we are going to be talking about um, some of my own experiences I have with codependent thinking patterns and just attachment issues. Now, this is a lot more of a reflective piece and almost more of like a, a journal, I would say. So um, I'd like to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to what I'm experiencing currently and if maybe you can take something away from this on your own journey. So as I'm sure you all know, uh, what we experience in our childhood tends to manifest in sometimes interesting ways in our adulthood. Um, Growing up, I have experienced some pretty interesting dynamics between the relationship with my parents and the relationship with myself and just kind of my surrounding world. Um, When I was really young, around nine months old, I was adopted. Now, during this nine-month period, I went through um, many foster homes. I went from being in care with my biological mother to being out of care to visiting my biological father in jail with my mom um, to sleeping on the couch, uh, sleeping in houses full of people who are partying. And this is me as like a child. Like I'm talking, I can barely like walk. I can barely talk. Um, I can't feed myself. So uh, there are lots of times where I would go hungry. I would um, be waiting for my mom to come back and she wouldn't be there. So during this time, my biological mom toyed around with putting me up for adoption because she didn't have a place to go and she knew that this wasn't a life that she wanted for her child. Now, I was adopted to an amazing family um, and as we all know that all families aren't perfect. So we had a lot of dynamics through my family, the ones that um, adopted me. I refer to my uh, biological mother as my, my biological mom just because the person who raised me is my mom. And um, I just, I experienced a lot there. There was a lot of mental health challenges in my home. I grew up in a very unstable home with dealing with bipolar depression and dealing with the dynamics of um, two people who are having a very challenging time in their marriage. And often I felt unwanted. I often didn't understand really that what was going on wasn't my fault. So, you know, now being a lot older, I find myself having a hard time navigating relationships. It often manifests into me taking things way too personally and um, over-investing in relationships. So after, you know, a lot of self-reflection, I wanted to look a little bit more into this. So this is going to be kind of my journal entry to kind of my codependent thinking styles and kind of why I am the way I am. So um, get ready to listen. So during this time between birth and around uh, one years old, and this continues throughout our childhood to our adult life, we learn different ways to attach. So a lot of it comes from um, needs being met. For example, um, the relationship your the child has with their caregiver, generally like the mother, um, imprints on how 
as an adult, we learn to see our world, we learn to see relationships and how to advocate for our own needs and to also kind of perceive things for their face value. So as a child, let's say you're hungry and you cry out for your mom and she's not there, you learn to distrust. You learn to that the person that you need will not be there when you want it to. Um, you, you're wet and you're not getting um, someone to come change you. That is also you advocating for a need and it not being reciprocated. Now, moving forward, for me, I was not in a very stable home. My biological mom was in my life. Then I was in strangers' homes. So for about nine months straight, I was taught this come here, go away, come here, go away. Um, the person I want to, to be around me who should be looking after me is there and then they're gone. So that really kind of toys with how you or how I really learned to get what I needed. Um, now growing up then being in a home of instability, being uh, parented by someone who struggles with bipolar depression and also having a lot of those subconscious feelings of not being wanted, not being loved, um, really gave me a hard time with navigating romantic relationships moving forward. Um, stability is huge for children. It helps them teach them their own boundaries, helps them teach self-respect, helps them understand how to navigate um, conflict. So for me, um, I learned at an early age that my attachments weren't going to be consistently there, aka uh, fear of abandonment. I learned that the person I need is not going to be there often, so I should hold on to them tight. And then when I continued on to my family, I learned that um, the people who parent me, they're going through a lot of stuff right now, so they can't always be the loving, um, loving people that I know them to be, so I have to hold on to that when it's there. Um, so a lot of skills like learning to walk away were not there for me. I didn't understand those dynamics because I craved consistency and I learned to be the person that invests a lot into relationships and I learned that um, those dynamics of relationships aren't always going to be equal because of just my own experience. So, you know, growing up and going to school and getting some education really gave me an opportunity to see myself differently, to understand that the way I feel isn't my fault, that I am loved and um, I can have a consistent relationship where someone's not going to leave me or their feelings towards me are not going to change. Um, and that is so crucial. And I, I now at this age, I'm learning that a lot of the thinking styles I have relate to codependent thinking, which generally is not the best behaviors to manifest into great, healthy relationships. I tend to um, overinvest. I take things way too personally. Um, I always have to play the savior. I I'm not really good at allowing space. And a lot of this is just because um, the relationship and security that I craved the most was not always going to be there. So, you know, 
it was definitely a reflection piece and I can share with you some actual symptoms of codependent thinking and then I want you guys to reflect on my story and you guys might get a better understanding of why I'm struggling with what I was. So going into understanding codependency. Now, codependency is a word that's frequently used in addictions, um, especially with alcoholics having a codependent partner or someone who maybe will feed into those addictive um, traits and behaviors. However, can also work with people. Now, this is uh, something that I generally have a hard time getting into because it's very vulnerable for me to put this out onto the internet. But these are definitely things that I struggle with. And often in my podcasts and in my my videos, people seem to see me as this like happy-go-lucky person. And that's definitely not me. Like I still do struggle and I do constantly have my struggles but what makes it um what makes it easier for me is being aware that change is one of the only things consistent in this world and I do have the power to change and I can so going into kind of symptoms of codependency now when I say codependency I don't want it to seem like a negative thing because a lot of things that um, come with codependency are experiencing trauma having a very um adversive childhood these are things that a lot of people cannot change i cannot change that i was adopted i cannot change that the dynamics of my family were very difficult to deal with but um, i can change those thoughts and feelings that i've learned and that i've manifested into behaviors i can change that and i don't have to own what's happened to me but i can own how i create my future so some of the symptoms of codependency are low self-esteem, which is pretty obvious, uh, feeling like you're not good enough, comparing ourselves to others. Um, what's kind of tricky about self-esteem is that some people disguise it as thinking highly of yourself, but it's only a disguise. You kind of often feel unlovable or inadequate. And kind of underneath those are feelings of shame and guilt. Another sign is people-pleasing. Um, people pleasing is you feel like you need to always do things for others you have a hard time saying no having poor boundaries boundaries are kind of like an imaginary line that we have in our relationships that we have to respect and people with codependency problems have a hard time respecting our own boundaries and sometimes others as well reactivity now as a consequence of having poor boundaries, sometimes you can react to people's thoughts and feelings in a more challenging way. If someone says something you disagree with or you believe it, you become defensive. You absorb their words or how they react. This could also be maybe your partner's having a bad week and it's nowhere near your fault, but you feel like it is yours. You feel like whatever you're experiencing is your fault. Um, Sorry, I just had to grab my dog here. And that is just one of the other signs of codependency. Moving forward, caretaking. Now, this is definitely something I struggle with. You feel like you have to take care of everyone. Um, this also comes with having poor boundaries. Um, if someone else has a problem, you want to help them to the point where you give up on yourself. You feel like you engulf yourself in other people um, to kind of help save them.
Now, control. Control is also something that I feel like I need. Not having control can really result in some anxiety-like symptoms for me. Control helps codependents feel safe and secure. Now, going back to kind of the trauma of childhood and those attachment theories for myself, I never really felt like I had control. I never really felt um, like there was consistency. So that's what... um, That's what... Um, those thinking styles can manifest and is always feeling like you need that. Um, another symptom is dysfunctional communication, having a hard time communicating your thoughts and feelings and deeds. Now, I'm a talker, so this is definitely not something I frustrate with. However, sometimes I do find I displace my feelings onto smaller things when really there's something bigger going on. Um, You can also have a lot of obsessions, have a tendency to spend their time thinking about other people in the relationship a lot more than um, probably what you should be. And it's caused by, you know, your dependency, your anxiety and your feels, obsessive thinking if you might have made a mistake, um, lapses in judgment, um, things like that. Now, dependency, which kind of seems pretty obvious, um, codependents need to feel like people like them to feel okay about themselves. Um, I definitely like to feel liked and I think that that's kind of a vague thing I don't think anyone wants to be not liked by other people but generally being a codependent person you crave um, you crave approval which is a lot more of a better way to describe it denial often people kind of feel that these problems don't exist now I'm in the journey of repairing and I'm the journey of rehabilitation So I would say that I'm kind of past the point of denial. You can have problems with intimacy, but this isn't like specifically in regards to sex. It's more of just having like those open and close relationships. And the thing about relationships is that they include boundaries. So if you have a hard time with boundaries, you're going to have a hard time um, with relationships. And painful emotions, the last sign. Um, Codependency creates stress and leads to painful emotions like shame uh low self-esteem guilt and fear and those are some of i think the most um, ugly emotions in the human experience and they can often create a lot of a lot of disaster all right guys i want to thank you for listening to this abnormally long um podcast today i definitely got extremely vulnerable with you guys For anyone else who also feels like they're struggling with some codependency issues and attachment problems, you're not alone and whatever you're feeling, just know that it's not you and that you don't have to own these feelings and you can actually work to make them into something a lot more constructive. I want to thank you guys all for listening to this podcast. Um, I want to thank you guys all for listening to Toronto. Um, This week there was a big tragedy there and I just want to end this podcast out on a note that my condolences go out to all the friends and family that have been affected by this tragedy. Um, I'd like to thank you guys for listening. Be sure to subscribe. Thanks. Way of J out.